0: Green on Go,
1: Jay. I was watching a. Uh, I'm a little tired today because I was watching a movie last night, which I felt like you would love. Mm-hmm. Forever Purge.
0: That's my dream. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you get get all that rage out. <laughs> yeah, just
0: it's fine. You know when you stab someone really slowly? <laughs> That's so. Dark. I've never stabbed someone.
1: I thought we got the darkness out of you today.
0: Yeah, you guys should have heard the stuff we said, <laughs> especially Chris. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, I was tired because I was like, oh, you know, it's, it's late. I got in from work. Family's away. So I was like, I'm going to watch a movie. <clears throat> so I put it on with the intention of watching, say, 40 minutes. But I, was, I got into it. <laughs> and I was like, this is messed up. Like <laughs> This is what happens when the world
0: just implodes. That, what's it called? You get that raging blood boner.
1: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. So here's my question for you. Mm. Okay, so what happens? Let's say Jay Swanson, you're at home. Yeah. Okay, and all of a sudden you get that flash on the news that you see on all of these like dystopian, like apocalyptic movies of you know everything.
0: Yeah, kind to of shit, shit right?
1: Yeah. What's your battle plan? I've got what a friend
0: do you do? who's actually an arms dealer. <laughs> An arms dealer. I'm not even joking. <laughs> you can't read it. He's yeah. an arms dealer. And a legit one. He's not like nuclear weapons. He's <laughs> like just, Tony Stark. Like, I sell you these warheads at a good price, okay? It's not, it's
1: not like <laughs> I've got a friend in Russia.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the friend is good good deal, okay? We wipe the world to just just be quiet about it. Now, he's um he's a legit weapons trader. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I've I've actually fired the best weapons through him not even through the military through him having these weapons at his house so I'm going to his house I'm not going to see where he lives <laughs> but I'm picking up myself a weapon I need a rifle also I'm quite rusty I need a lot of ammunition <laughs> I've fired a live round for many years and I think it's a perishable skill <laughs>
1: so you're going straight for guns
0: going straight for guns yeah. yeah I'm grabbing my machete putting that in the car with me grabbing Hercules <laughs> Herc let's go yeah yeah, I'm putting Andrew and Sienna in a safe place before I go anywhere. Yeah. And then I'm going off by myself. Leaving home. Leaving home. and oh, uh, where to go to? Well, to the weapons. Where? I'm going to get a weapon, first of all. Yeah, but after that, where oh. do you go to? Hmm, interesting. Mm, I don't know. I need to think of it. I'll probably be in the woods. So let's this. talk
1: zombie apocalypse. Now. Yeah. I'm going to make it more specific for you so you, can, you okay. can picture what you're dealing with. Yeah. And I'm not talking, I'm talking fast zombies.
0: Fast zombies, the worst oh, kind, mate. The I need worst the... kind. Uh,
1: like World War Z type uh, fast zombies. I need that because they're a nightmare, right? The slow ones It's not so All much. Alright so
0: fast zombies. So we're not. So we're talking about zombies, are we?
1: Yeah, let's say zombies.
0: Ah, I thought you meant people.
1: Well, uh, yeah, I don't want to get too dark.
0: Like the world's kicked <laughs> off. People just don't care anymore. Power or the internet's gone, so everyone's like, "Oh fuck this."
1: Internet's gone, so all of a sudden everyone's you know, after it. I think we're lucky we don't live in America if that happens.
0: Yeah, me. I know. Yeah, because everyone's got guns out there. But because
1: all... I was watching this movie last night and be like, you know, this isn't that far fetched.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> like, there's a good chance the Americans are going to miss you and shoot their friends. It was They love right? friendly fire,
1: <laughs> it was absolute garnish, This movie. Yeah,
0: I don't know where I'd go, but I was thinking if it was people, I'd set up a uh, fob somewhere, a forward operating base.
1: What does that look like?
0: <laughs> it's man-made.
1: I'm feeling like I've asked the right person. Yeah, it's man-made. I'm gonna call you up. <laughs> My plan is I'm gonna call Jay. Yeah,
0: we need to get a load of sand.
1: But like Jay, what do I do?
0: We need sand. We need Hesco. We need to start building. Oh man. Yeah, we need to start building. Fob. It can't be. It can't be a building in the woods. In the woods, but how part woods? How part <laughs> words? Yeah, it's not very high, is it? That becomes
1: that becomes our uh, little Yeah, it's not very high
0: ha- not very high at all. Um It's not very big either. But no, it's not, no, it's not very enough. Maybe Bo Bricklewood. I haven't got enough um you cover the arcs and stuff. But also I need to round up some people.
1: You need a crew.
0: I need a crew. Because you are useless by yourself. I know we've all watched Jason Bourne and James Bond, <laughs> but they're gonna die straight away. You need
1: people you can trust that got uh, you, you need
0: back. at least two people. <laughs> yeah. You need at least two people for your fire manoeuvres. Yeah. Right. I ideally want a fire team, which is four people. And ideally I want a section, which is eight people. I've got two fire teams. Ideally, I want three more of those. Now I've got a platoon.
1: <laughs> I feel like I've asked the right guy. I'm in.
0: <laughs> like, I'm all in. Like we're like good. And then, I feel
1: like you're fully prepared for and this. And everybody's
0: going to war. It's war isn't it after that. War's fine.
1: I think you've got to disappear somewhere. Lay low and let them fight
0: you out. You think so? And then you, you know. but That's it. You need to do that. You need it's to, a game
1: of numbers though, isn't it? Like, if I was watching this movie last night, being like, okay, so you go out onto the street and everybody's shooting each other. Yeah. At some point, it's going to thin the numbers down, right? It is going to thin the numbers down. (laughs) So you let them
0: all shoot each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, I'm prepared. I'm good. Sounds like. I say I'm prepared. I'm going to get shot on my way out the house. (laughs) Just leave and get shot straight away. (laughs) Drop my machete. (laughs) Oh, no. Chris, why would you? I'll
1: just lock the door, mate. Yeah, (laughs) I'd turn the lights off.
0: <laughs> I feel good knowing i got a Rottweiler, though. Yeah. That's, that's really... It makes me feel really safe. <laughs> Most of all, I wasn't scared when I was in Toxteth. Toxteth. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. When you were when you were roaming the, the, streets, the streets, the ganglands. Of,
0: the ganglands of Toxteth. Yeah. You're like, that's a big dog. That's <laughs> a big dog, lad. What's up with your ears? <laughs> they
1: love Jay they love up in Toxteth.
0: Everyone's really friendly. Everyone's really friendly.
1: (laughs) 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 I told you, it's because they thought you're part of the Filipino
0: mafia. Nice live audience. Right, I'm not going to mess this up today. I'm going to introduce our beautiful podcast. Oh, I've forgotten. Guys, welcome to episode 1818. (laughs) Now, this is hard to say because we haven't even released 17 yet. So the fact that I'm on this is good.
1: We've got an express podcast coming as a result of you going on holiday, right?
0: I'm going away. Uh, And the podcast is always with me, Jay, Big Brown, Chris. Big brown
1: That thing's Stuck in your mind Yeah that? big brown The big brown thing
0: But when you're When you're black I was Big black Big black Chris I don't think you're allowed To call me big black Chris <laughs> <laughs> And uh Yeah I I'll think away. I think
1: Had I caught you In the helicopter Armbar that I attempted This week I think you would have To call me Mr. Chris Mr. Chris <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Mark Sensei I was devastated That
0: I didn't catch that It was a worrying I was like, This was such a good moment It was moment. a worrying moment <laughs> because <laughs> you've never even attempted it before <laughs> no i've never attempted it
1: anyway i've never drilled it <laughs> i literally it was just like i'm gonna give it a go
0: but it's interesting because we actually drilled that on wednesday
1: Helicopter he bugs? yeah okay
0: we drilled that on wednesday so i was like well you weren't there i don't know why you even tried this i don't know man weird mate that was weird do i was
1: know, do you know what i do because i don't train that much i think about it <laughs> I see something, and then I I find I, I'm working it through like a mental rep.
0: You just visualize. I visualize it. Yeah, which that's is a
1: real thing. Like visual, visualization is a real thing.
0: Yeah, a lot of people do it, but I can't get on with that. You know, some people like to. Um, it's a thing, isn't it? People like to meditate or people like to visualize. I hate meditation. For me personally, if you if you find you get on with it, that's great.
1: I can't imagine you sat there meditating.
0: But no, I've never. Met, you're, I've, you're I've never. You're trying made... to
1: keep you still for long enough for Mate, you to meditate. And part you've been doing push-ups. Part. Yeah. <laughs> coming and chase burpees mate,
0: as part of me believes people don't really meditate I reckon they just sit and there thinking of tits
1: I think jujitsu is meditation
0: you think so? yes the form because of because
1: I think it's yeah a form of because I think essentially what meditation does is it clears your mind of like distractions right? Yeah. so you do that by focusing on something and I think in jiu it clears your mind of distractions yes. because all of a sudden you are focused on yes. something. You know, that might be a stressful thing.
0: <laughs> and it leaves you with the clarity, though. And I think that's the same with running. I actually spoke to a client about this earlier. We were talking about half-term. We've all got, we've got kids, haven't we? And kids don't know how to be bored anymore because they've always got entertainment at hand, yeah. always. And fortunately, if I didn't, it's, it's pros and cons because if we didn't have that entertainment, well, Sienna would be bothering me now but she's upstairs talking to someone on her iPad. Yeah. Probably some predator, that's fine. <laughs>
1: How do, you, how do you control who she talks to on the iPad?
0: So her friends list at one point on her um, on Roblox, the online game, she had 200 friends at one point. Oh, wow. I see. how the hell do you know 200 people? Now it's back down to eight. Yeah. The people she talks to from school.
1: So you, you we had to manage that. You had to manage
0: it. Yeah. And she knows. She doesn't, she doesn't got a real name in there. It's not her real username. She doesn't use her real name. If someone asks for her address, she just blocks them because yeah. no one should be asking for her address yeah, yeah. Um, on there. So that's how we manage it but yeah so kids don't know how to be bored that's that's why i like exercise that's why i like running because when you run everything's stripped back to its most raw form because you're not really able to think about too much apart from what you're doing at that time so every thought that comes into your, ha- your head even if it's about your job or money or whatever it is it's still a very raw form of that and same with jiu-jitsu it leaves you with the clarity afterwards i'm trying not to get helicopter armbarred because <laughs> i know i can't give you that content <laughs> for the podcast <laughs> And as we said on Saturday, that was close though, wasn't it? You, yeah, it was close. You and I pretty much roll with each other so we can talk about on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I was wrecked that our first roll went on for, it was, was 10 minutes, wasn't it?
1: I was exhausted. It was
0: 10 minutes and it started off a bit hard oh, and then went serious quite quick. <laughs> it really <laughs> so, did. And it was 10 minutes of yeah, violence. It was. <laughs> I was like,
1: pretty, God, pretty evenly matched these days. Fucking
0: hell, mate, my leg.
1: Your triangle's getting good. Thank you. I couldn't believe you caught me in a triangle. Oh,
0: I like a triangle. <laughs> I know. Yeah. There's long shins coming out.
1: I know, but I'm normally pretty good at defending it.
0: Go, go, go. Who try, but who else tries to triangle you in the club? Uh, Jack. Does he? Yes. No way. That's interesting.
1: Yeah, he has that triangle set up from Knee Shield, right?
0: Yeah. He doesn't go for triangles on me.
1: Probably your passing position is different.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? How, yeah. how, how people have different problems that present or different weaknesses and vulnerabilities that yeah. present.
1: So um, I'm normally pretty good at defending, getting into the triangle. Yeah. But not so good at escaping it once I'm in. Okay. Like, I, you know, the escape in the triangle when I'm in is something I need to work Early on. Early stage defense is good. Early stage, I think, is pretty good. Yeah. Like, normally my posture is pretty good, so I can yeah, defend yeah, yeah. Like Oh,
0: it, but I didn't, it was an opportunistic, very opportunistic. It was only because your hand was posted on the mat.
1: Oh, yeah, but that's the same thing, it, isn't it? Not quite. That's, I
0: didn't set it up. That's too jitsu right? I didn't plan it well no you but... kind of just fell in between my legs it's like that's what she said <laughs>
1: <laughs> you didn't plan it like I planned the backslash armbar that I caught no, you
0: because you baited me into that completely <laughs> I, I fell for it
1: how frustrating was it that you did get arm barred
0: so I thought I'd be more annoyed I'm still always a little bit annoyed <laughs> when you're arm me but it was a really nice setup mate <laughs> it was because uh, the bump the right response was to bump you from that position yeah, a kind yeah. of uh, three quarter guard position I thought oh, that's fine I'll bump you now but that step over I just watched it from like an external view <laughs> like had an outer body experience
1: <laughs> well I was like oh man Jay triangle with me my jiu-jitsu it's got so rubbish <laughs> and then I got that arm bar and I was like oh we're good
0: restored <laughs> restored we're, like, we're still going like, we can't let it finish there we kept on going but it was, was good. good rolls good rolls Really nice. And then I rolled and I was wrecked on Sunday and I still rolled. Yeah. Wrecked on Monday I still rolled. I'm really tired today. I'm going to roll.
1: And you won't rest too much on holiday, right? Because you're going to go train on holiday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So How uh, much do you
1: reckon you'll train while you're out there?
0: I'm going to do 2 jujitsu jiu- uh, sessions. Okay, cool.
1: Um, I don't know how many um, Which cross- is a step down for you because you normally hit four f- uh, sessions
0: a week. Probably. I hit six last week. Six sessions? Isn't that ridiculous? I didn't mean to. Fuck,
1: you're legit.
0: Don't <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was. You did train more not. than the guys are training for the world. Might well, need to step up, don't they, mate? <laughs> I better step up. Um, we we'll
1: ought sign you up.
0: I didn't mean to. It was just it just kind of fell into it. I wasn't going to do the Sunday and I did. Um, the Tuesday class happened to be at uh, Shout Out Total Grappling. Um, happened to be there. The, their lunchtime class with Hayley. Doing Nogi.
1: I'd love to make one of those sessions but their schedule, I looked at it the other day, they just don't have one that I could hit.
0: No. Maybe when you've got some holiday you can come down to... Uh, their lunchtime class It's pretty chill I've got to take the end of there today Yeah Um, But no it, It's pretty good And it just happened Like those sessions So I was going to go for a run on Sunday oh, Was it Sunday? Yeah Sunday And it was a bit warm By the time I finished seeing someone And I was like Oh you know what I might just do this seminar later on And he said Are you going to train? I went no He goes Go on And I was like Okay then <laughs> So I trained And yesterday I was going to go for a run And Jack yeah. goes You're a pussy I was like okay, i come in <laughs> I'm still doing the running yeah. yeah That's good Your times are looking good cardio is king
1: nine minute mile I need to get it down to eight and a half
0: you want to get eight and a half
1: I want to get down to eight and a half relatively soon okay um, you know I want to shave off that because yeah I think I'm getting to the stage now where the 5k run is is kind of normal again I don't I don't feel the
0: that was your goal physical
1: wear and tear of it
0: that was your goal four weeks ago I want it to be normal again yeah and now you're there so now, so now uh, I need to start that pace, pace, right? We should, use, we should get together and do some uh, sprints. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. So, hill sprints. Yeah, sprint? hill sprints. Yeah. Hill sprints. Sprint up, jog down. Yeah. Sprint up, jog down. They're always really good to do. There's not many hills in Paphos. Is
1: that the way to get the speed up?
0: Uh, power development. So speed, i would say more tempo runs. So say you're going to do a 5K, you might run two minutes at a seven and a half minute mile, then yeah. two minutes at a nine minute mile. Then you do your two minutes at seven and a half minute mile. And every time you go and do it, you start decreasing the time you do your nine minute mile, but increasing the time you do your seven minute mile. So it works out quite nicely. That's the way to get your speed up, power output. That will be generally through hill sprints.
1: So if I continue to just go out and do my 5K, like let's just say I just put the trains on and do 5K, and I just run it, and I don't think about the pace... Am I likely to see the improvement in pace or am I just going to get better at running that? You'll get that better
0: at running that that, that, that standard. Uh, a lot of runners, So I do have to push to... You like, do, yeah. A lot of runners fall into that trap where they will run and then that's their pace. They yeah. don't know how to run faster than that. And obviously, if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. Yeah, so That's the same principle. Pro- progressive overload, isn't it? You overload the body, whether it's lifting or running or whatever it is. You have to continuously challenge and then you will increase that pace it's um, increasing that lactate threshold as well yeah, when yeah. you push to that edge you can be on the limit so when you're pushing to, to the edge of your threshold you might feel right, I can't actually have a conversation at all now I can say a couple of words that's kind of the, the limit in which you want to be unless you're doing sprints you can probably take yourself into the red for about two minutes maximum at a time if yeah. you've got to come back down to the, that orange and green zone but yeah it's good we've got to push ourselves
1: so every mile I need to be basically doing a couple of minutes of that Significantly faster. If yeah, to faster. step
0: another pace, and it's okay. easier to do with either a Garmin watch. I recommend a Garmin watch. <laughs> I've moved <laughs> away from hustle. life insurance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jay's other uh, side hustle is uh selling people Garmin watches. Mate, there's you're in a Garmin watch pyramid scheme, I reckon.
0: Mate, have you seen how many people wearing heart rate monitors now?
1: A lot. Yeah.
0: Martin's got one now.
1: I love pinging people's
0: heart rate monitors the, while we're The worst thing. Yeah. It's the worst thing because it stops the role. If you ping my heart rate monitor, I'm finished. Yeah. I'm walking off the mat. You don't, though. You've never pinged it off? I've pinged
1: it, but I've never pinged it off.
0: Oh, pinged it off. Ryan pinged it off once.
1: But if I pinged it off and you started walking off the mat, I'd be like, it's okay if you're tired, man. I guarantee you I'll coming back.
0: back. <laughs> I <I'll be laughs> guarantee back. you're coming back. It's like out of, uh, you know, in, um, Back to the Future. Uh, you yellow. <laughs> you yellow belly. You yellow belly. Why did you call People me? People
1: don't get called yellow enough these days.
0: It's because it's kind of racist. <laughs>
1: No, but yellow meant that they were... Um, yellow meant that they were... Uh, <laughs> it meant that they were uh, cowardly, right?
0: It does, yeah. I don't know yeah. why, though.
1: What's I don't yellow, know why. Uh,
0: Yellow belly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yellow belly bastard. <laughs> I don't know why a thing. I wonder if it is like a racial thing for like Chinese railroad workers or something. I've got no it idea. sounds now. like it might be, you know, which is disgusting.
1: I don't, Clearly, I don't know enough about... We do
0: not tolerate that. racism on this podcast. Only sexism.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, to be fair, there are basically no female listeners of Better Than Average Podcast. If we look at our stats, there's very few, right? There's one. I know
0: know one for sure. Lou. (laughs) Oh. Lou does. Lou. All right. Laura. Laura. Shout out, Laura. Thank you for being our, I don't know, 50% of our female listeners
1: careful because i think you just out with laura shit <laughs> because you told me you've got a listener that fancies charlie
0: shit. <laughs> okay maybe there's more <laughs>
1: you might have to deeper her name out
0: yeah maybe um i won't say her surname but she had a picture of me on her phone yesterday a picture of you mm-hmm.
1: doing a snatch <laughs> a picture of your snatch <laughs>
0: <laughs> it wasn't it was just my face so talking to Garmin's, they did the it was a memorial day yesterday in america so, CrossFit have hero wads. Hero I don't workouts. really
1: understand what that is. That's that's a sort of.
0: I guess it's a shout out to the fallen it, soldiers.
1: Is that a kind of. Uh, yeah.
0: I think they have more of those like I remember Remembrance Sunday. Yeah. Um, but I think it covers all fallen soldiers rather than remembrances, obviously, specific to a world war. But they did the Murph. Yeah, you know the Murph? No. The, the Murph is a hero wad. So, there was a soldier called Murphy. His favorite workout was a one mile run. Followed by weighted by the way, with a nine kilo weight vest on. Um, so one mile run, 100 pull ups, 200 push ups, 300 air squats, followed by a one mile run. That's your Murph.
1: Yeah, that doesn't sound easy.
0: No, it's not easy. So they did that yesterday. So I was trying to set up Laura's uh, Garmin so she can go between strength training and um running. I couldn't do it on her watch, so I tried it on her phone, yeah, doesn't work. So I just took a picture of myself. <laughs> <laughs> so she found that classic on a yeah right <laughs> classic. it's a <great.
1: laughs> well, really good practice when someone asks you to take a picture of them and you switch the camera yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, oh yeah there's a really good picture there for you and it's so
0: good that you didn't take a picture of them at all <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> do you know what every time we do the z for zr yeah I take lots of pictures and I've got the little remote control. Mate, half those pictures I have to delete because the Zs are all around. People look at each other's Zeds, People look at each other's hands.
1: The, the Z for ZR thing really cracks me up because some people are terrible at that. Yeah, I know. And the thing is, it comes it's like, for... How do you expect to learn Jiu-Jitsu if you can't do the Z for ZR? I know.
0: <laughs> so I'm trying to teach that three-finger grip for Nogi baseball bat jokes and, and Japanese neckties and all that stuff. People are like, I don't understand. Look at that, baby boy. Done it yeah nailed it
1: this is how I do it
0: that's good Will's got good at that now as well yeah I've no. not caught it yet have you not oh, I I'll
1: just... try to catch it on you I think
0: yeah it was quite tight <laughs> I, tried to catch you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was really tight because
1: this is my favourite way to learn if a technique is working I, I, I suggest this to people okay if you want to know if a technique you've got it perfect you do that technique on the person that taught you
0: because oh, they good. know exactly they what know you're trying what, to do. Yeah. yeah I felt so it so if
1: you can get it on them then you know you've got it right
0: see <laughs> Andy uh Obviously guillotine Andy. Yeah. He keeps trying to guillotine me. And he's so close, mate. Every time he gets it on, I'm like, this is it.
1: He's going to catch in that guy. This is
0: the way he has to. But yeah. I'm getting disappointed he hasn't yet. So yesterday he so had me So is tw- it
1: that he, you're escaping once he has it in?
0: Yeah. 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 He just finds it hard to finish. I don't know it's because of my lovely silky hair. It just slips out. He might
1: be tr- trying too hard for the
0: finish. You reckon?
1: Because some of that guillotine is about maintaining that position, isn't
0: it? Yeah, maybe. Because at one point yesterday, he had it locked in. Yeah. I stopped breathing. I was yeah. like, this is it. I don't and know if he it.
1: holds you in that exact position, yeah, then you don't have a choice. Yeah, he let go. But if he tries to adjust to get more power for the finish, yeah, then obviously he's going to lose it.
0: Yeah. But twice, my airway was shut off. I was like, this is the one. And he's got me. Let go. I was like, ah, Awesome.
1: Who would you say? Who would you say that you look into if you want the best guillotine?
0: There's maybe, actually maybe Josh Hinger. Maybe, but there's another guy I follow on YouTube. that I don't think many people follow. His name's Tyler Spangler. Oh yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you seen him? He just yeah. goes to different gyms, and he loves a guillotine, doesn't he? Right. Um, that's his favorite way to finish. And all he does is challenge. Well, no, he doesn't challenge. He just rolls with everyone. But he says. If I beat the instructor of the gym, I take over the gym. <laughs> no one knows that apart from him. <laughs>
1: like Ash Ketchum.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he keeps catching people in guillotines. That's his favorite thing. He does it, hits it from all positions. So I think I'd look at his series of him because yes. I like the way he does it. Yeah. He doesn't have to go super deep. He catches it on the carotid artery across the neck.
1: Pedro Mourinho has got a savage guillotine oh. as well. Yeah, he has.
0: When you get caught in one properly, it's disgusting, isn't it?
1: on, man, I don't like getting
0: guillotined. No. no. Like you, you don't like your neck being on there, do you, mate?
1: I can't handle my, my neck being pulled around too much. <laughs> why? Because I suffer for it like okay. for a week afterwards. Really? Yeah, it's because of old, like, just putting my neck under a lot of pressure when I play jiu-jitsu. Yeah. That's why I don't tend to do those sort of anything that's like at risk of putting my neck under pressure. I, I tend to avoid it.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. Oh, you caught me on an e bar the other day as well. Yeah, I did. And my knees are problem. Which
1: is a bit cheeky because you're not allowed to do knee bars.
0: I don't mind it because you guys don't put it on, but the problem is my knee, not you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think I had to get it scanned because <laughs> <laughs> it, it popped a couple of years ago, popped a couple of years before that. See,
1: I didn't know you had a bad knee. So. But, no, it's
0: been getting worse over the last. <laughs> so I
1: went for a knee I, bar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> over the last few weeks, it's been getting worse. So, yes, so when you did it, it was kind of at the point I was like, oh, I didn't realize that was going to happen because normally you, you can extend it out, it's fine.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. But. Because I didn't get full extension. No, th- so you said that. And I thought it was on, on, right? Because nah. I felt it going crack, crack, crack. I was like, fuck. So I think it's my meniscus. meniscus. Oh, God. So I think that's an issue. I need to get it looked at. Because um we can't have that.
1: Obviously, <laughs> this is a good question. You reckon jujitsu is actually good for you? No. Because there's a lot of wear and tear, right? You know
0: what? <laughs> I don't think it is good for you. I think, hang on.
1: I think holistically it's good for you.
0: Holistically?
1: Yeah. When you look holistically? At, when you look at everything, yeah. holistically it's good for you, right? Yeah.
0: But then again, what else are you going to take up? What else, do you know what I mean? So any sport you get involved in yeah. is going to be... Fishing, hurt your elbow. <laughs> yeah, it's going to just hurt, it's gonna hurt your testosterone. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You want to start fishing, that's fine. You don't like your bollocks, that's fine. But yeah, um, you are going to get injuries no matter what sport you play. If f- football. People play football get injured all the time. Liam plays old man football. Have you seen this? No. He goes with his dad or something to play football and they walk. They don't run. They walk. And he pulled his groin. Walk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 I love that. So Liam smiles like an absolute savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he goes to walking football and pulls his,
0: pulls his, his, his groin. groin. <laughs> That's amazing, <laughs> isn't it? So no, actually, you know, Jiu-Jitsu is good for you. Yes, you're going to get injuries. There's some things that happen, but a lot of injuries... Where's are the aff- body out a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, but a lot of injuries are afflicted. My knee popped before, twice, because of my own um, choices. <laughs> <Hubris. Very laughs> Your hubris. own hubris. Yeah, it was, it was my fault. Johnny's having a knee repaired because he spazzed out of a particular position and it tore it apart. Yeah. Gary has hurt his knee before twice because of these certain things you know th- 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 these things happen because yeah. sometimes you can just do silly things in a position
1: i think that's the i think that's the problem isn't it like i think that's why a lot of clubs won't really let you do leg locks still yeah it's just because there is a real risk of you hurting yourself trying to escape a leg lock, yeah isn't
0: like people don't realize if, so- if someone's wrapped your foot and your foot can no longer rotate the, the best thing to do is definitely not spin out of it
1: yeah. And a lot of people will try to do very that. tempted to do though.
0: Yeah because you think, Oh I'll just spin out like, That's fine No goodbye knee
1: Yeah Right Because you think You've got the space to Yeah Like ha- it feels you like you do
0: um, oh, Sorry Right then Hear that My hands cramps <laughs> My hands cramp <laughs> <laughs> My hands cramp all the time Sometimes They'll just go like, out oh. I'm like ah oh. You're getting old I'm 39 this year Oh mate 39
1: Are you excited about your 40th or not No What will you do for your 40th Will you do some sort of celebration or not
0: no. Angela's yeah. asked me. She said, What do you want to do? Um, she said, Do you want to go with your friends? Do you want to go on a hike? Oh, that'd a, be cool. Do you, to, do you want to go away somewhere? Yeah. And I was like, Maybe, actually. I don't really care about my birthday. It's just a thing, isn't it? I care about other yeah. people's more than mine. Um, it's fine. I don't really care about age. It doesn't really matter. No. It doesn't matter at all. See any, any grey hair?
1: No, you, your hair is, is a lovely uh, brown. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> When, when you mess your hair up it looks hilarious man
0: can you take me seriously like this yeah absolutely this is very visual isn't it because
1: that's not far off how I have my hair normally <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, getting cut I'm not a my, big hair person
0: get my, <laughs> get my fade put in you gotta get that fade get, yeah oh god yeah get my fade put in tomorrow <laughs> so Jay you
1: had some things you wanted to talk about today you had a question for me I can't remember what it was I did, oh yeah so
0: it's actually a question from Felix and Will and I think it's a really good question Yeah. and it's about putting pressure on guys because you need to sometimes yeah without the guilt without them the other guys thinking you're a prick i'll say this because will has had a lot of experiences Not i don't think so much at our academy but previous academies where he's put a lot of pressure on people through a role because he's physically able to it's not just because he's a big strong dude but he knows how to apply that pressure and people have said to him afterwards are, are you all right mate you know they do I mean like is that what yeah, people, people say, people. say well, yeah, "You're right, mate." As if like he's upset or he's angry, so he's taking it out on you. And Felix saying the same thing. How can I apply this pressure without someone thinking I'm a prick afterwards? And my response is just like, "Just do it. Who cares?" But they need more than that. Now, as a bigger guy, Chris, who doesn't often apply pressure, really, you can very well. But it's not your. I suppose
1: a few of the guys might disagree. <laughs>
0: Do you think so?
1: (laughs) There's certain types of submissions, like pressure-based submissions and pressure-based control positions that I will practice on certain types of people. Okay. Um, You know, Mark Austin is a good example. Big guy, played rugby. Like, you know, if I get into like a side control, I'm going to give him some pressure.
0: Because he can get out of a lot of it
1: because he's a super strong guy if I got him inside control he's probably getting out isn't he yeah so he's a super strong guy like he's rough and tumble yeah rugby boy like I know I you know I know I can apply some pressure and I'm not gonna you know he's not gonna take it personal
0: no and for guys that don't know him yes we talk about Big Brown Chris Mark Austin's six foot eight for fuck's sake. He's
1: really big. He's
0: a giant and super strong.
1: Yeah, really like, strong. Super strong. Oh yeah, Far guys. Strong.
0: If you see a guy who's six foot eight in the street you think he's a tall, skinny bastard, I guarantee he's stronger than you. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's really strong. So yeah, if someone like him, I'll put the pressure on. Um, you know, and he's never complained. Yeah. You know, PT Wells another person. Yeah, you know, if I'm gonna practice a pressure-based submission, I'll do it on someone like yeah, PT Will because he enjoys that he enjoys the grind, right? It does doesn't he? <laughs> so you get the personality of your training partners. You know the ones that yeah, they don't true. really want to be roughed up in that way. Yeah. Um, but if you're practicing something like pressure passing, like Will's very good at pressure passing. Yeah, that's a bit more difficult because you don't want to just be doing those passes on the same people all the time. No. Like you need to be training with different training partners. Yeah. But I think for me, I always try to, I try to give people a varied role. Okay. Like if it's not competitive. Yeah. So if I'm rolling with a white belt, you know, some weeks I might, you know, go A game because I need to work my A game and I want to, you know, effectively, drill some of those submissions that I'd hope to hit in a competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're getting sort of both barrels, right? Yeah. But other times I'll try and work from my back and let them work in guard positions that I don't particularly favor or I might not let them pass, but I might, you know, not defend passes yeah. as much, let them get into good dominant positions and then work my defense. Nice. So I think it's, it's a case of balancing it out. Yeah, if you're just working your pressure passing on one person for a five minute roll that's not a great experience not them. best is it no whereas if you're doing it you know let's say first two minutes you work that pressure pass you get the pass you get the yeah. sub you go back you let them do some let them move a little more it's very frustrating i think when you're pinned the whole time yeah so if you're working a pressure based game you're shutting down their jujitsu, right yeah which can be quite frustrating if you're like a hobbyist and you're your training.
0: And you want to get some roll time.
1: So you need to be work, you need to, I think whenever you go into a jiu like open mat, yeah. I think you need a couple of things that you're working on. Yeah. Like, so for me at the moment, it's, I'm still working on the arm locks because I can't catch everyone in secure arm locks at the moment. And I'm still working on it. Uh, but now I'm also working on leg locks.
0: I know. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: you know yeah and um, why
0: not man you should be right yeah Uh, it's 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 mad actually because um i think that's really good advice mate. i think that's really good so yeah if
1: i was going to work like pressure passing maybe i'm working pressure passing but i'm also working you know lasso guard something completely different yeah i also need to work on and that gives everybody a nice varied role that's that's how i like to do it okay i think it's kind of a it's a difficult experience for someone if you're just getting battered for five minutes well the, i the say i person. say
0: to will yourself and, and Felix like i don't mind you wanting to put the pressure on me if you want to have more of an explosive role then obviously don't do it but i don't mind if you want to you know put the pressure on me that's fine if i'm really uncomfortable i'll tap from it yeah. will's goal now is to tap me from shoulder pressure that's yeah. it, that's an, an actual goal of his and that's
1: good because you know that yeah. So if he gets it, it's got to be perfect.
0: Right? It's got to be good. I don't know what it is. I think it's a body type. I think he just needs to, He does it... He's better on doing it on a bigger guy. Yeah. I think I was able to shrink away a little bit.
1: Well, I think that's one of the things that Miguel mentioned, isn't it? Like yeah. Because of that mass. Because you're quite slim. You know, you, it's hard to generate that pressure on Yeah, you, you know? And I think you do have to work those things on different body types. It's no good just picking yeah. the biggest guy in the gym. And the same.
0: Like, if I want to hit a sweep on really big, strong guys... My technique has to be bang on. Yeah, I can't just do it sloppy. It. It's got to be really fucking perfect. Though I did hit a really good bit of pressure on someone the other day and made him fart. <laughs> <laughs> it was yesterday. I started a body lock pass, but I knew my hands are underneath their back. Yeah, I could really squeeze in tight, and they went ah. <laughs> 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 that was good. You know who you are if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I didn't expect them to tap from it by the way I just wanted to make them feel uncomfortable while I pass their legs
1: <laughs> well, here's the point, it's, good. It? it's good for people to feel it and also I think you know taking the time to educate people that don't understand as to yeah. why you're doing certain stuff yeah, yeah. so like for me if I'm putting a ton of shoulder pressure into into like a white belt yeah, like after the roll or sometimes you know between True. those I'll say to him, look you know the reason why you need this shoulder pressure is because you can't turn in this way yeah like so, then they understand the motivation behind doing it, rather yeah. than just thinking Chris is pissed off with me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and it's, I think that's, that's their
0: concern, right? Will and feel its as their concern, yeah. especially when someone says to them, "Are you all right?" It's like I'm fine. Yeah, I'm not. Like, now, I think
1: often it's that they don't understand. They don't understand that you're putting that shoulder pressure in so that they can't turn yeah. in a certain direction. Yeah, you know. And when they understand that, I think it, it's a lot easier for people to kind of, you know.
0: Well, the guy we had doing a seminar on Sunday he said he's uh, tapped someone out from a. Sh- the head pressure oh, he really? was doing a pass from half guard um, and he kind of leg weaves the other side and he gets that head underneath Thomas chin and it was demonstrating to me it's like Fabricio come here <laughs> is that what he called you <laughs> yeah called me Fabrizio.
1: <laughs> you love that
0: <laughs> I don't because I'm not like Fabricio Verdim. I might look like him a bit my like, jiu is not like his you're like his brother <laughs> and I, I'm like his um, like twins you know all the cousin, all like the that. crap left over came to me <laughs> But yeah, for The thing is, you hear that quite a bit, right? All the time. So he asked me. He said, "Did Lan start this?" I went, "No, everyone did. Everyone did." So I've been at a comp, right? And it happens all the time at comps. So like, oh, Vadum's here. <laughs> and you start sliding off Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's don't hard. Get, sometimes taking <laughs> Sometimes I take pride in making Brad chuckle. So he was saying to me the other day when he was saying, "Oh, who calls you this?" And he goes, like, oh, Fabricio. It's like, yeah, I'm Fabricio. I'm like, where you been? Oh, I've been sick. That's why I've lost weight. <laughs> so, <laughs> Brad chuckled. <laughs> but yeah, he um, it was at a comp. So I was at a comp and people were like, Verdum, Fabricio. And, it's, and I mean a lot of comps. Well, I mean like 60% of comps Like, OT. People Someone's going to call me Fabricio or Vodum. And um, I just had my first round, got through. And then for the next one, they're calling my name. Like, Jason, Where's Jason? It's like, it's me. <laughs> you just saw me fight. Like, oh, Vadoom. 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 And then when I win, they're like, Vodoom's through. <laughs> so, yeah, everyone has called me that. I love that. Well,
1: yeah. that was one of the first things that um, when I was texting Junior from ACT Jiu-Jitsu, that's <laughs> one of the first things he said to me. It was like, oh, I met your friend, uh, Vadoom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's amazing, <laughs> isn't it? And I think you've seen Vadoom at the moment. No. He is shred city. He is. He is. And again, more shredded than me.
1: Would you ever try to get Shred City? Uh I
0: have. bulk up on that muscle. Pump. Oh bulk up. Yeah. Um probably
1: not, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm not like kicking sand in your face and being like, Oh, you're fat. <laughs> I'm asking you if you would ever bulk up shred city.
0: No. No, I uh, Shred City, yes. Um, bulk up no. No. Because it affects everything then.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It it's more everything. of an aesthetic look, right? Yeah. Even
0: trying to go to uh middleweight was tough. Yeah. You know, when I first started putting on the weight, because at first it's more fat than muscle that gets put on. Yeah. And it took me about two years, two years of solid work to put on a couple of kilos of muscle. Yeah. That's hard. That was hard work. I was like, fuck this. And then I had to lose the body fat and then maintain it. get back is down to lightweight. So this. now I'm at the top end of lightweight, but I wasn't at the bottom end of lightweight.
1: Yeah.
0: So, but that took two years, two years of hard work. So it's it's hard to do. But if you, um, oh, let's look up Verdum. It's got a weird name in it. It's got a hard name to spell. It's Verdum, isn't it? Were dumb Anyway, look at him, mate. He's looking lean, isn't he? Oh that's, that's not me, mate. <laughs> so he is—he has is lost some weight. Wadum. He was in a video the other day, and uh, again, people screenshot these things and they send them to me. Going, Joe, I didn't know you were—I didn't know you were in America at the moment. <laughs> Don't like me.
1: It could easily be your cousin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mate, why do Brazilians have such a varied look? I don't know. They can look like so many different types of uh, nationalities, can't they? Yeah. We should, look at him. <laughs> how good does he look? He does, mate. Like, how old is he? Uh, I have no idea, mate. He's in his 40s, I'm sure. Right? Yeah. Late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. yeah he's been through it, are basically he? the same age. Oh, God, we are. <laughs> God, but he's accomplished so much more. Fuck, you're getting old look at it I'm getting old mate Yeah, I'm getting old people don't realise either mate it's because of my lovely dark hair but
1: you don't have an issue with getting older right
0: thank you doesn't matter
1: doesn't bother you it doesn't matter at all
0: there are people younger than me who are a lot worse shape than me because all that really matters I said this to a client earlier as well people wonder why they feel like shit both physically and mentally but if you don't exercise if you don't lift weights if you don't run but you drink and you smoke and you neglect your sleep because you're up all night watching shit not necessarily you with the purge <laughs> You're <laughs> turning me off now
1: You're going to say That it's going to drop My adrenaline down Not sleeping pro- uh, uh, My testosterone, um, testosterone. Well, well it definitely didn't Because
0: yeah. of the movie I was watching <laughs> well, Let me ask this Did you wake up At the boner this morning <laughs> See
1: I asked My brother said to me About this is like This is not a real thing <laughs>
0: <laughs> What You're
1: joking You're, you're- do- Dr. Datch Dr. Datch was like I love it when you guys talk medicine because you don't know what they're talking about i say tell
0: something <laughs> Dr. Datch I reckon you should be waking up with a boner every morning mm, I reckon if you say you don't need to then maybe you're not but yeah so if you're living that way if you're if you're that's it not exercising you're not running you're not lifting weights you're, you're drinking you're, you're not eating great food you're, you're neglecting your sleep you're going to feel like shit and your testosterone is definitely going to be lower and you're going to live A worse life You're going to feel worse You may think Oh but live You only get one, one chance to live Live Well if that's your living That's fine But guess what Try living the way I live Just for a few weeks And I guarantee your life Will be fuller than what it is You have, you can if you want You don't have to Give it you a try have uh, vigorosity for days Vigorosity for days so, Shout out to the circle of vigor And you know what I would live the way you do But I want my bonus. <laughs> In the morning Dr. Datch <laughs> Does he not agree with the Mexican wave of erections going around the world?
1: I think his uh, issue is the complete lack of science in what we said. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. In terms of you know that being a measure of your testosterone, <laughs> he was like every day. He was like no every day. <laughs> he was like just because you don't wake up like that every day does not mean you have a testosterone problem.
0: Well, I don't know. Well, <laughs> Speak for yourself, there, mate. <laughs> i bet he was like man i did get some big russie in my balls <laughs> after listening to that <laughs> oh, anyway well look when i'll tell you something though. when when all right someone we know he gets testosterone replacement therapy yeah when he gets that injection right, he is fucking raging mate <laughs> so clearly there's he's he's like, <laughs> oh, rabbit i need to find my mrs straight away
1: <laughs> It's like that uh, scene from Judge Dredd where they turn him up.
0: Oh, Do you remember yeah, Judge Dredd? Yeah. Turn the no.
1: <laughs> I like Judge Dredd.
0: That is a classic. I love Judge Dredd. I didn't like the remake <laughs> with Carl Urban. Scumbags. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the remake? No. It's terrible, mate. If it's not
1: Stallone, it's not Judge Dredd.
0: Yeah, it was Carl Urban. No, I didn't, Did no, I didn't. Watch the boys?
1: Stallone is Judge Dredd. Yeah, he is Judge Dredd. As far as I'm concerned, he is Judge Dredd.
0: <laughs> Doing the lip. <laughs> How can you not like Stallone? Oh man. It also came out at the same time as another movie uh called The Raid. Have you seen The Raid? No. It's a Malaysian martial arts movie.
1: Oh god, I'm turned off already.
0: No, I think it's gonna say you on, mate. <laughs> so it's actually it's set in Malaysia, I think, but it's a Welsh director. Oh really? <laughs> but it's all in Malaysian. That's a weird Oh my is. god, mate. It's this SWAT team that just fight their way through this drugs building up to the top, and it's brutal. It's so, so good. And Judge Bird was kind of similar. Does that have
1: much of a story? Yeah. I do like them when they've got a bit of a story.
0: Yeah. Get the bad guy.
1: <laughs> There's a bad guy at the top and you got There's get a bad
0: guy them. at the top. Work your way up like a video game.
1: <laughs> like Donkey Chris,
0: do, like, do you like violence?
1: Uh, what, in movies? Yes. Yeah, I like a mix of movies. I don't mind a violent movie.
0: Correct. Do you like Malaysians?
1: <laughs> Why wouldn't I?
0: Exactly. Do you like uh, drugs? And The War on Drugs. The War on Drugs. Yes. I do like some of those war Do you drugs. like high rise towers? <laughs>
1: I've got a bit of a thing about architecture, yeah.
0: Look, it's your movie. <laughs> do you like The Welsh? Because it's The Welsh Director.
1: I love The Welsh, man. Perfect. Then you're in. <laughs> they don't like me because I'm English. <laughs> <laughs> but I love them.
0: <laughs> like, just from The Raid. I'm, I've actually started watching Remember the Titans. You have. I was very impressed to see you were watching
1: Remember the, the Titans.
0: I want to see this after the clip you put out the other day. because of that clip. Yeah, that it, is one of the best me. bits it was of the very film. good. It He's was very very good as the coach in that film. Yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to watching that. You should watch the raid. <laughs> I will. It's a lot of violence. <laughs> don't watch it with the kids.
1: Speaking of violence, mm. you wanted to talk about UFC two eight nine or two nine one or two two nine. There's too many UFCs now.
0: There's too many UFC. I don't think there are. I but, think that's. I'm finding it hard to there wasn't remember one which one's coming up. There wasn't one the weekend just gone.
1: So when is
0: 289? All right. Now, this is coming out. Let's check the date on this time. before so we talk about it. This podcast, Chris, what date does this podcast come out? <laughs> <laughs> oh god! So 10th, ten- no.
1: This is going to come out while you're away. Ninth,
0: 9th of June. 9th of June. This podcast came on the 9th of June. Two days later, you have Amanda Nunes versus nice. Arena Aldana because um, Juliana Pena <laughs> dropped out.
1: I quite like Junior Pena. Yeah. I watched her on The Ultimate Fighter. So, you know, when you see them come up through the Ultimate Fighter program, yeah. you sort of feel more attached to them and seeing how their career develops. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because. They do a really good job of making you feel like this is the start of their career, which obviously it's not yeah, because yeah. to get on there they've obviously got to be had legit. a professional
0: career already. But more so in and She's
1: actually a lot better than people give
0: her credit for. She's really good. But
1: like fact, obviously she got credit after she beat Nunes. But
0: she was good before. But she was good, like And but even before the fight her knee blew apart, didn't it? Did it? Her knee blew apart, so she has been like 2 years recovering from tough. that. So she's good, she is tough, yeah. yeah. And you know, the fact that she beat Nunez the way she did, that was a dog fight, wasn't it? And even in when Nunes got it that back That was just pure aggression wasn't it? it was And even when Nunes got it back Juliana did not quit She
1: did not look bad I it, thought she did Nunes, Nunes looked better Don't get me wrong Nunes looked better In that yes. fight Than she did But she, she You know
0: Yeah it was She good, didn't look it?
1: out of her depth In terms of No you know, she should be there right yeah.
0: And it's the same She's, she's pulled out Because of injury So you've got Amanda Nunes Versus Irene Aldana Now look I'm going to bet on Amanda Nunes Because
1: I think it's hard to bet Against Nunes
0: She's just She's just a beast She's just an absolute monster who can just kill most people in the so world. She's another
1: level. You still have in mixed martial arts these people that are on another level, don't you? Yeah. I suppose you get them in all sports. Yeah. Like, so I suppose it will never stop being like that. But, <laughs> yeah, you've still got people like Nunes that you, you find <laughs> it hard to pick
0: people that will beat them. Yeah. So this is it. So the co-main event. Now, look at this, guys. Look at the modern world we live in. The main event is Amanda Nunes, Irene Aldana, the co-main Charles Dubronx-Olivera versus Benil Diouche. You've got Diouche to win this, one. I right? have got Diouche to win this. So Olivera has beaten amazing people. Justin Gaethje, Dustin Poirier. This is an interesting match, isn't
1: it? Because they've both got very good jiu-jitsu, right?
0: Really good jiu-jitsu. Now, I would say that uh, Charles Oliveira's got better jujitsu than Benil Diouche, But I think after what Islam did, Islam didn't respect his jiu-jitsu, did he? No. Do you remember when he was talking to DC? And he's like, Dustin Poirier's a black belt. And Islam goes, I don't know, brother. I eat black belt. He goes, I have to check this. <laughs> <laughs> to check this. <laughs> <laughs> That's badass. That. It isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he didn't respect Charles Oliveira's jiu-jitsu. So most people, they clock Charles Oliveira, he falls to his back and recovers. Yeah. Islam went, nope, I'm just going to engage with you on the floor. And he did, and he choked him. He, he, um, Got the head and arm triangle But Benil Dayush I think is going to Have that thing about him That's going to go forward How do just... you
1: say his name? Doge. Dayush. Yeah. Daesh Yeah You're thinking of Darius 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 Rest in peace It's Daesh That we watched
0: fight And Felix was like Oh man I, I'm in love with this guy Yes <laughs> Yeah, because he him. had like he was awesome doing jiu-jitsu. like proper jiu-jitsu. Because who did he fight last? Uh, Binod Um Because yeah, is watching was like, this is yeah, he loved it, didn't he? It was yeah, so he
1: was loving. He was like, I've
0: never seen someone
1: use this type of jujitsu in like MMA before. Like also, this guy's a beast. He's got that
0: classic Persian blood, that warrior Iranian blood, yeah, in him. So he and fast. he hits hard, right? It was Gamera he fought. Then before that, he fought Tony Ferguson. Yeah, and do you remember he 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 hooked? Tony Ferguson. Yeah. And Ferguson's defence was to just let it happen and scream and then just carry on. Oh god. Didn't tap from it. Um but yeah. So I think I personally think he wins that against Charles Oliveira. So the one time I bet for Charles Olivera he lost.
1: Yeah. Charles Oliver that's an interesting fight, I think. that that'll be a really interesting one to watch as to how that turns out.
0: Yeah. It'd be good wow. to see. See how Charles Olivera is because he missed weight, didn't he, by half a pound.
1: Yeah,
0: on his on his one before, and he he um oh for the one the one before when he fought Dustin Poirier, and he wasn't eligible to the weight
1: cutting is really interesting, isn't it? Mm. Like, in terms of some of the bigger problems that the UFC has. And I'm guessing all martial arts organization have mixed martial arts organizations. It's the weight cut does like <laughs> it's a bit of a wild card sometimes. It's yeah. the whether
0: people are going to wait, make yeah. weight. You need uh, it's a sweet science behind, it, isn't there? It? Yeah. Of that water, like water loading and then yeah, yeah, yeah. water depletion, drinking distilled water so you're not holding on to additional salts and minerals. It's just horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. Do you think
1: one of the reasons why, you know, maybe places like um the uk don't have as many of those top flight ufc sort of champions as is the knowledge of the weight cuts because you go to america and every wrestling coach probably even at a school level can tell you about weight cuts i bet yeah that's a good point but who do you speak to here i guess people that do like boxing and stuff like that because we've obviously got a you know rich history of good quality boxers yeah but if you wanted to know about weight
0: cuts, I guess you'd have to go to that. Yeah, you'd have to go to, but even then, there's specific people you now go to. Like It's such a big organization. You go to professionals who can show you how to weight cut as safely as possible, but it's still not a safe practice, is it? It's a no. very unsafe practice, um, which is kind of odd that it happens because you're not that weight when you fight. So like, why
1: not? I, I find it really interesting that they don't just tighten up and make it so that the weight cut is not, so much of a thing. You're all ten pounds. Because then yeah. everybody's gonna be the same yeah. weight, Because right?
0: everyone cuts weight anyway. Yeah. So, so uh Bisping said he's the he, he used to be light heavyweight and he said he cut down to middleweight. He goes,
1: but everyone's cutting down to middleweight. Yeah. <laughs> it he didn't thing. cut an awful lot, did he? He when did to he, get to middleweight. But when he won against Rockhold, yeah. he took that fight in like a couple of weeks' notice. Two weeks' notice, yeah. So he
0: can't be cutting much. <laughs> yeah, because <he, it> <laughs> otherwise he wouldn't have made weight for that fight. But he said he always overtrains for his fights. He always overtrains. He always yeah, does something yeah. too much. He said he came in really, really good.
1: There's a great bit. I can't remember if it's in his audio book where he's talking about getting the phone call.
0: Oh, when he's on a movie set. fight.
1: And he's like, checks his weight and goes running like, yeah, straight, yeah, away. straight
0: away. Yeah, straight away. Bisping's a savage, isn't he? <laughs> he's See a him. Beast. Recently, he choked out Steve-O.
1: <laughs> what? On, yeah, on TV. <laughs>
0: yeah. Steve-O comes in and Bisping shit himself, didn't he? He goes to sleep and he goes, You're all right, mate. You're all right, buddy. <laughs> yeah, wake up. You're all right, buddy. You're good. He's like, hi,
1: ah, He's good. It's not, I don't think it's a good idea to take your, your mates unconscious.
0: No. No. Is it? But,
1: because the thing is, at least when you're choking someone during like a live match, they're resisting, 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 yeah. resisting. You can feel immediately when the resistance stops. Yeah. But if they're letting you. Ah, do you feel it immediately? <laughs> you need three people. <laughs> you know I mean? Someone needs to
0: watch out for this. You need a judge. You need a judge to be like, they are out. You need a
1: herb D that's going like, to tackle you. And sometimes,
0: guys, the <laughs> eyes are open and they're out. So for sure, just don't let it carry on. That happened in my comp- Yeah. It's, it's, people, people used to go to sleep. Uh, eyes open. Yeah, some people die with their eyes open. It's fine. That was incredible. So <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah, so with this card, that's fine. I, I don't really care about the other people on the card. I never,
1: if I'm honest, I never look past the top three. Yeah, the prelims. What I would say is awesome about uh, mixed martial arts now is the women's (laughs) fights are some of the most exciting. They really are, aren't they? You know, the fights that I take a lot of interest in, you know, quite often there are some really good women's fights.
0: Well, there's one coming up.
1: It's the same in grappling as well. Yeah. You know, if someone like Fionn is fighting, I like, um, you know, when she fought Bia Mosquito, that was one of the matches that I was like for Sure, I'm gonna watch
0: that because that'll be wicked. Did you watch it when they first fought and she armed I her? I didn't
1: see the first one.
0: See, that's that's that. Well, I didn't see it live, okay. I saw it, but I didn't see it live. That really highlighted how legit Fionn was when yeah. she armbarded her, yeah, because
1: so, she was the underdog, right? Well,
0: yeah, So wow, yeah, wow. And yeah. I don't mind watching them on the same screen together.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think they're wicked. What am like. I saying? I, I think the they're goodness. wicked because the um, the ladies have got wicked jujitsu
0: yeah they have because
1: right, you know they typically have that better flexibility
0: yeah know? well look Hayley Hayley's teaching the class today she yeah. weaves her legs in. I'm like how is this happening yeah how are you so flexible here yeah it's wicked god damn it's impressive isn't it but there's one fight I'm really looking because they
1: do a ladies only session at tail grappling don't they? they do on Fridays yeah I just kept saying to Lee, you should go
0: is she tempted <laughs> no really not at all no
1: I'd love her to go but she's not tempted yeah,
0: is she not that type of person
1: I think she thinks that it's not really her sport really but jujitsu is a sport for the people that don't really have a sport isn't it
0: yeah for everyone isn't it it really but is for everyone
1: when i had beers with felix he was saying like you know he never considered himself as a sporty person yeah um you know and now he obviously is like properly into jujitsu. <laughs> he's one well in um and he's like and you are mixing with people that you can't imagine they would have like you would have had stuff in common with them. no like, no not at all you know
0: which is, but that's what's so good about it. It doesn't really matter. There's such a variety of people that do jujitsu. It's amazing. Like I, I still remember it. Arthur and Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Their story is the best. It's great, isn't it? It's just the mixes of people. You, you know, Brandon. I can't remember what Brandon does. He's got a doctorate in computer science or something. Yeah, he, oh, he's doing it. Yeah. So you got yeah. the, the different variants of people who do jujitsu. And you never know. Like my my friends. Zuckerberg and Tom Hardy Zuckerberg and Tom Hardy look at that (laughs) look at that
1: imagine those two being mates I want to see him fight I think Mark Zuckerberg has got the potential to get very good at jiu-jitsu because he obviously has the resources to make sure he's getting the best training which makes a big difference Yeah. but more importantly he's got the brain right Yeah. people that get really good at jiu-jitsu they have that problem solving creative brain
0: he's cerebral isn't he really cerebral
1: so he's going to learn. Like, he's got the capacity to
0: learn. And you know what, mate? He knows how to get after it. He did the uh, Murph WOD yesterday.
1: You you know, there's a good chance that <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg is leglocking you in the future if you're not
0: careful. <laughs> oh, yeah. People are like, oh, it's, it's great, isn't it? It's great to see Mark people
1: Zuckerberg. like, oh, yeah, he's not very physical. But you don't have to be very physical to leg-lock people. Look at the way Lachlan Giles ran through everyone oh, yeah. doing those leg-locks.
0: This is it. So, And it, it's a sport for everyone, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. And that's what I quite like about it. There's a variety of people. You've got everyone from, you know, Alan says all the time, you've got doctors and solicitors all the way to whatever trade it is. It doesn't matter. Pick, pick your professional trade or job and there's probably someone, that, that there is someone that does it that also does jujitsu. Yeah. Without a doubt. Every single profession. Yeah. On a, what about pilots? I'm sure they do it as well. Pilots. But their training is all over the place though. Yeah. But an opportunity to check into different gyms around the world.
1: It's definitely going to blow up as a sport isn't it
0: I think so I think it's start. I don't know Is it starting I don't know I feel like it is So when you started Would you say it was still quite quiet
1: uh, Yeah I think it was Yeah Yeah When did you start
0: was. 2011 was it? 2012
1: Yeah Must have been around then
0: That's mad isn't it Yeah That is crazy mate That's
1: a long time ago now
0: That's ages ago Yeah <laughs> You've been playing so long
1: and I wasn't that into it when I started in terms of I I needed a sport to take up, but I I wasn't someone that would like watch jujitsu in terms yeah. of a purple belt. Well wow. as a white belt, blue belt, I didn't watch jujitsu matches. No. It would have really helped if I did.
0: Would it? Yeah. Would you? But do, do you think you'd be able to download and decipher information?
1: I think it's like any sport. You watch it, and if you watch it and you get into it as a spectator, you start to see the patterns. Yeah. You take someone who doesn't play football but they've got a season ticket, you know, and they yeah. watch the football matches every week and they're in the stadium and they can see, because, you know, with those team sports, when you can see the structure of the team in the way that you can when it's live, as opposed to on the TV where it's focused on the individual players, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can start to understand the tactics, right? Yeah. You know, you can start to understand, you know, how is the defense structured, you know, and it's the same with you watching jujitsu. Yeah. You can start to look at, okay, so... You know, if I'd watched lots of jiu I would've said, okay, so my coach tells me that you should never show your back. Well, that's clearly not true because, you know, here are all these people that are turtling. Yeah. You know, my coach tells me that I should always go for the takedown and never pull guard. Well, that's clearly not true because here are all these people that are pulling guard, even big people.
0: Well, you hear what Bryce says about the back. What? Show your back, then give your back. Yeah. And that's kind of obvious when you say hear it here like that. Yeah. But yeah, also, the previous coach who says don't 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 pull guard yeah and he fought that big name at a jiu-jitsu camp because the guy pulled guard in the sub them i mean it's like come on how can you think not to pull guard
1: yeah i mean I i can understand the problem is it's a little knowledge is dangerous right and the advice never show your back is not bad advice for a white belt yeah you know. But it's like anything. You tell a white belt never show your back and you treat that as a hard and fast rule. You need them to unlearn that rule again yeah. at blue belt. Yeah. Because at blue belt, they should know how to turtle. Yeah. So it's... But that coach yeah. was
0: also against turtling, wasn't
1: he? Yeah, but that's because it was self-defense focused. And I don't really have an issue with that, but you need to educate people as to why. Yeah. So if you're going to be a self-defense jiu-jitsu coach and you're going to say, okay, I'm going to teach you not to turtle because if you turtle, you're going to get like, you don't you don't see much turtling in MMA, really, do you? No, you don't. <laughs> you don't see people playing turtle positions like that's not where you want to be in an MMA no, they,
0: match. No, they'll cover up from there sometimes, but it's only to move very quickly to another position. Yeah, but it's okay to say that as a self-defense jujitsu guy, if you're still not promoting doing loads of competitions. That's the thing. It's you such, need such a bad contradiction. You need to know what lane you're in. Yeah.
1: So you need to be, and sometimes the structure of your classes can allow you to do this, but you need to be able to say like the reason you can't do this is because of this yeah you know if you can find a solve for that problem you know and if the reason you can't show your back is because you don't want someone punching you in the back of the head or kicking you while you're down fine good argument for that fine okay but if the reason you don't want to show your back is because you don't want someone to get hooks in and choke you well there is a solve for that you can show your back if you can defend the hooks yes so there you are yes yes yes
0: exactly look at that chris you should be a coach and, yeah,
1: you know, I, I do love it. Yeah, exactly. It's just time, right. man. It's just time. It's because I work evenings. You know. I for know. me, My my time is during the morning. So, like, right now, you know, we can do the podcast in the morning. Yeah. But trying to get there in the evening is difficult.
0: What are the chances of you not doing evenings? At an, the moment, zero. An, a normal shift pattern. Does yeah. that exist in your world? Not at the moment. Weird, isn't it? No. God damn. Can't you move up into the corporate ladder? Like, the corporate world where you don't have to be on... On site anymore.
1: I could do, but I like being on site. You I like that? you're a people person. I'm a people person. I like to be part of the operation. Like yeah, that's what I enjoy. That's um, cool. that's quite good. You know, that's that's what gets me going. <laughs> you know, I yeah. like. I always joke that I like um, one of the uh, creatures that I love is ants. Right. Right. When you see a colony of ants, yeah, they're all working together like yeah, one yeah, yeah. organization. Is that you? You like one that organism? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. You know? And. I always joke that, like, sometimes when you run a big operation, it's like a little ant colony. It is, isn't it? Yeah. You know, everybody has got what might seem a very unimportant part. Yep. You know, and you can maybe say, oh, you know, you can lose 10 of these people that do this one job.
0: But everyone's together.
1: But ultimately, everybody's working together. Yeah, that's you true. You know, and you have to firefight the jobs that are most important at the time.
0: That's a really good point. I like that as well. You like the bee colonies as well for that. I love that. Yeah. They're great, aren't they?
1: I find it fascinating.
0: So I heard on another podcast that uh, bees <laughs> love getting drunk. Oh, really? They love drinking. And then they come back. Got so to- much in common with bees. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently they come back to the hive drunk and they get stung to death. Oh, really? You heard this? What, by their wives? <laughs> <laughs> they
1: come back wasted, and the wives kick off. Like little bee bouncers. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? That is not it It's crazy
0: and they come back like, I think they'll, they'll drink like pure like ethanol or something and they'll come back and they'll, 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 they'll come back pissed I love bees they're amazing aren't they, they're Dad? wicked because they do a little dance don't they to show you where the uh, honey waggle is. dance yeah a little waggle dance show where the honey <laughs> is um, they love stinging but then it's mad isn't it how the uh, the queen bee operates because that not they will come back and just spunk into the queen is that how it works oh I don't know and that's how, it's like that queen is a slay she's, <laughs> she's getting it from all the bees I don't
1: know if that's how they work
0: because don't they lay eggs <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know anyway she's getting after it mate <laughs> this is this is uh, Dr. Dash is going to call me up in the science again
1: uh, he's not a bee guy is he not a bee I guy I do know at least one guy that's like knows about bees really <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but it? he won't be a podcast listener
0: oh really are they into jujitsu? Uh
1: no no he, I used are to play do? rugby with a guy um, are they well old? and he pops up on my Instagram uh, on my Facebook all yeah. the time and he has got a bee house like uh, that home. I think is so cool that is cool. Yeah. He's
0: making own honey. He has his own honey.
1: Yeah, he does. Yeah. Wow. And he talks about having to like smoke them and identify the queen and all that sort of
0: stuff. That's mad, isn't it? I follow a lady on um on social media who goes and removes unwanted bee True, <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> so You follow weird stuff on I know, social media. man. It? It's weird what I'm into now, right? <laughs> so, because
1: you're approaching forty, <laughs> so because you're approaching forty, you've started to get really into bees.
0: <laughs> mate, I actually want my own beehive. Angela doesn't know yeah i want my own chickens chickens are messy yeah oh you
1: i mean you know more about i don't know why i'm telling you this because you know more about chickens than i do i know a little bit about chickens from going out to the philippines right but to be honest mate i'm probably making the cockfighting oh you wouldn't do that i
0: probably would that's so cruel man is it yeah they haven't got feelings mate it's um, so cruel like chickens are just big they're just dinosaurs aren't they essentially (laughs) aren't they they are like, so they don't have
1: feelings, mate. <laughs> I've said it before, man. The T Rex skeleton that I went to see is a giant chicken. chicken. A jo- yeah. Have you seen it? Like
0: they find it's crazy
1: mouse. how similar to a chicken they are.
0: Yeah, they just swallow mice whole, don't they? Chickens. But when you think about it, like when they swallow mice whole, mate, I take
1: that
0: gobble it up, mate. Are you being serious? They don't care, mate. They're savage. If a chicken are you, are you was our size, me a real I swear to God, now. mate. If chickens were our size, they would kill us. Yo, yeah, for
1: they sure. would murder
0: us. So yeah. who cares if they fight?
1: I don't, uh, may I don't like that.
0: You don't like the chicken violence? No, <laughs> That's I so
1: don't like. I don't like unnecessary violence.
0: It's not necessary. It's prime, wasn't it?
1: I don't like unnecessary. Do you know violence.
0: how you start cock fights? <laughs> do, you know, do you know how you get them going? No, it's I so don't. easy. So you hold your cock, <laughs> I hold my cock, and all we do is hold them together, and we just bounce them together. Pop, head touch, and they just go for it.
1: <laughs> that is
0: just. And I just go, man. I mean, but man. to be
1: fair, you get two drunk guys. Same thing. <laughs> you get two drunk guys in revs and you bounce them together. They go for it.
0: <laughs> bounce their cocks together and they're off, mate. <laughs>
1: they just go for it.
0: Yeah, that is true. So same thing, mate.
1: Human beings are primal as well. Yeah. I don't enjoy the violence. No, but you do.
0: Fictional violence.
1: I enjoyed jujitsu. Yeah. I enjoyed training MMA. Yeah. Like when we used to do the like clumsy MMA <laughs> sessions that yeah. we used to do. And obviously it wasn't a proper MMA club, but I enjoy it. Yeah. But I'm not naturally an aggressive person. No. I, I like
0: the head to head combat. Yeah. But it's more cerebral. I right? want to bump fists afterwards. Do you know what I mean? And laugh about it. Yeah. You don't yeah. Any, no animosity at the end. Because that's no. rubbish, isn't it?
1: And, you know, and I can match the aggression. Like, I think everybody, you know, everybody should be capable of aggression. Yeah, like I think you have to as a human being because there are situations in life that you cannot avoid it and it happens But I know people
0: a lot of people that aren't capable of aggression
1: Yeah, and I think that I think that's fine But you know, I I was a very gentle kid, but as a 13 year old I was mugged You know it happens. Yeah, like not something I could have avoided. Yeah, yeah. like you need to be capable of that aggression
0: (laughs) What if you lack it? What's your advice to people? So there's a dad I brought down to Jiu-Jitsu once and uh, General Ben wrecked him. Wrecked his day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this guy's got two daughters. Like, you know, and, and a 13-year-old. This. Yes, he's trained, but he's still a 13-year-old kid. Do you quit or do you think, man, you know what? I can't let this happen to me ever again.
1: I think if I... Personally, I do take comfort in knowing that you know you train you train something yeah because i know that i'm physically conditioned to the rough and tumble of it if it was to kick off right yeah i'm not saying that you know training jujitsu will necessarily mean that i'll come out of a street fight that i can't avoid unscathed yes but at least i know that i'm conditioned to like moving the
0: human body around in a way that i should have an advantage this is my point to a lot of people like what they got in life what do they got a gun it's like well you can't have that can you but you know what doing training is better than not doing training.
1: I think I've got I've got friends who I've tried to get to jiu-jitsu before. Yeah. And they sort of said, "Oh, you know, well, you know, I don't believe in violence and you can avoid it." But I know from being a victim like that you can't always avoid it, unfortunately. No, like, sometimes it seeks always you, doesn't avoid it? it? Um so I do think it's sensible to to at least have some awareness of what you do in yeah. that situation, because we're very privileged to live in the UK where it, stuff like that is is rare. You know, you can turn on social media and you know, you can trick yourself into thinking it's very very common because yeah. it's obviously prevalent on there, but it's still relatively rare. Like you go for your day to day life, you shouldn't really see a lot of street fights, but no. it still happens.
0: Yeah, it does, doesn't it? No, it still happens. So but uh, again, that. it happens in more situations than others, doesn't it? Like, I, I don't go out drinking and I, I'm not out very much at night. Train your cardio and go running. Train your cardio <laughs> and go running. <laughs> best form of defense. <laughs> Absolutely. Run away because that is the best way because you, you never know. No, nah, you don't. Right? Know. You never know. Just get out of there. So I'm looking at my time. I've
1: got three minutes left.
0: God damn, Chris. What are you going to leave three minutes?
1: I don't know there's so much stuff
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I feel like we haven't actually covered a lot of the things we wanted to talk about today yeah what
1: else did you want to talk
0: about I've got hit me with
1: some quick fires okay because you you actually prepared a list which is unusual for Jason
0: I don't know why I was prepared
1: no it shocked me when I messaged you and be like what do you want to talk about tomorrow I expected I don't know um,
0: I'm just looking at our Instead messages. You give me a list. Rats going through the woman. <laughs> oh God,
1: yeah, Salvatore. Dali. Salvatore. Dali. I'm God. gonna prepare a reel for that so you guys can appreciate the images that Jay showed me. Yeah, it's pretty
0: horrendous, isn't it? That's my daughter just appeared in the playroom.
1: <laughs> She's poking her head around.
0: Yeah, poking her poking her head <laughs> I'm just around. Laughing that. So, oh yeah, training frequencies. Training frequencies. Yeah. So when I first started, I trained twice a week.
1: Yeah.
0: Every week for the first six months. Because Angela worked shifts yes, and she was off on Mondays and Wednesdays. So that's the only days I could train. Yeah. And I thought twice a week, every week, and I, was, I did so much Googling and research into how much you should train and there's an answer that you can find for yourself that will suit you for everything. Yeah, But I thought twice a week, every week was all right as a white belt. Yeah. And so people are asking out. we've got a lot of new people coming through the club, you know, how often should I train?
1: this is a really interesting question um, and I would say that a few people I know have been put off joining jiu-jitsu because they've been told they need to train at least three times a week Yeah. Um, and I would say <laughs> it's like anything once a week is better than zero yes <laughs> you know you can learn jiu-jitsu if you train once a week that's true but if you wanted to be good I would say at least three times a week yeah um, you know I train twice a week yeah really I could do with hitting one more session yeah like what about when you first started when I first started, I used to train a lot more Yeah, because, you know, we didn't have the kids and stuff like that. And, you know, uh, for a while I was working a different type of shift pattern. So, like, you know, four times a week.
0: As someone that's um, been doing it quite a while now, you know, you are a veteran of the sport now, right? Would you say?
1: I think it's a, as a hobbyist, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, know, as, a hobby- as a hobbyist, for sure. So, I think I would say you can learn Jiu-Jitsu pretty effectively if you're training twice a week yeah but your other you need at least one day a week where you're spending a bit of time and it doesn't have to be a lot picking up on some of that stuff that you're going to miss from not training more
0: so these new guys that have started what would you say i mean
1: i'd say how many times can you get that okay. if you can realistically get there twice a week and that's what you can realistically yeah. do um you know do that
0: would you say it's good to do like maybe two lessons and an open mat
1: I think an open mat is a really good good way to learn. Yeah. Because I think you'll pick up things, it's a bit like a workshop, right? Yeah. You know, you'll pick up things, you can try things out. Um, I really like to go to open mats. Yes. And a bit like this week, I'll try stuff that I've never tried before at an open mat all the time.
0: Well, don't bloody hit it on me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did it on some other small bastard. Who was there on uh, Saturday who was smaller than me? You need someone to show you moves, right? Yeah.
1: Now I actually think that whether or not they show you a move in person or whether they whether you look at a video you know you can, you find like a decent yeah. instructor that does a video and you watch that video and then you try it in person yep uh, both work yeah the problem is you need feedback so open mat is really good because you can try you know for me i, I like to do a sort of far side armbar from side control mm. i didn't learn that from going to sessions at the club, because I don't hit a lot of sessions at the club at the moment. I learned that from watching a Lachlan Giles video. Nice. And then I practiced it in the club, and I practiced it at Open Mat, and, you know, I discussed it with, you know, people like Self, with Will, with um, Felix and Jack. You know, quite often me and Jack will talk about techniques that we've done. You know, and I'll I'll try it on people at the club, and then you can still learn it. Yeah. So when you go to a normal jiu-jitsu session, you've got typically your technique or drilling period, and then you've got your sparring, right? So you can do the technique bit by watching videos. Yeah. Because you do need to practice them, but you can watch the videos and you can understand that's like your coach showing you, right? You do need the practice, which is where the open mat comes in. Yes. Because if you're not hitting an open mat, it becomes very hard to do that because yeah. you're not really in control of the session. Yeah. So you can't decide I'm gonna work on this armbar. or I'm gonna work on this pass That i've seen on a video if you're going to structured classes all the time so i do think an open mat i don't think a lot of schools i don't think do enough open mats yeah um you know i think an open mat is a really good format for you to try some things and try to pick up some new mm -hmm.
0: techniques so guys did you hear that come to open mat because i say something there's a lot of white belts i'm not seeing at these open mats
1: That open mat is wicked because the good thing about the open mat is sometimes it has that slight like mini tournament feel as well. Yeah. Because I've come into the open mat before and, you know, I remember coming to an open mat. um, I think it was, it must have been an open mat. And Dom's there,
0: you know, Big Dom. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You
1: know, visiting Purple Belt. Yeah, well, Big Dom
0: always comes in before you. I'm like fuck. Have we got to roll with that, and then you come in. Oh, thank God, Chris is here.
1: That is the only time I've seen people genuinely happy to see me. <laughs> so normally, like as a big guy, in jiu-jitsu, people are happy to see you. obviously. Yes. they like, but there is also a certain proportion of the room that you catch eyes with them, and they're like, oh, you know, I can't. and you do you do witness. Do you? That. I've, I've I don't think this. I
0: see this. I've, I've witnessed. This. Have you? Okay.
1: I'm sure people do it to you as well. I don't right? think so. I don't see it, <laughs> but I've witnessed this where people just like they're happy to see me but they're not also but that's the first time where i've walked in and people were genuinely super happy to see me Oh mate, because you're the hero now and then i was like uh, oh god i've come for a nice easy open mat and there's a visiting purple belt that clearly i'm going to be paired with for
0: the whole time and who's a giant and he's, a, giant, what, he's yeah. a big dude isn't he nice he is. guy I, he's such a super savage. nice guy but i don't know that at the time yeah you decide <laughs> so like, right like, big guy let's roll
1: okay so i've come here to chill out and do some open mat but now i've got to put the game face on. do you
0: like it when you see big guys though do you like it so, so if there's like that's a good point actually so if you see other like, big guys brown belts as well love it as big as you or bigger do you look at me like oh god i'm in for a challenge or I, you go uh, yes now i get to test my metal
1: i think i for me the shift really came when i decided that it didn't matter what happened in training yeah okay because because i don't compete a lot because of time constraints, because of the cost of competing and because it's just not always worth uh, it. Fear. Uh, fear of competing, yeah. Fear of <laughs> fear of. uh Oh, you haven't competed badly. in
0: ages, man. It must have a thing, right? So. Don't put a C's in your head.
1: Do you know what? It's the value for money. Mm. Like to spend the family hard-earned coin <laughs> On going to a competition where I have one match, it's not it's not cost
0: effective for me. Just do the absolute, mate. So that, that's that the pay. Thing. Do the absolute yeah, pay, I, and you and better win, mate.
1: And you have to do your weight class, to do the absolute. So anyway, when I shifted my mentality away from the fact that you know you had to be able to assert your jujitsu in training, yeah, and you wanted to win those matches, you know, when I started to have. You know, challenges in front of me. People yeah. like your Jacks, your Felixes, your Wills, you know, yeah. yourself, you thank know, you, Charlie, you know, yeah, people, people that really like challenge me on the map. Like, it's like you can't be winning all those rounds. You can't. And you he, know, as good as my week may be, yeah. there is never a week I can think of where I won my matches. Like, if I take the brown belts, yeah. if I did a match against Jack, Felix, Tommy, and um will yeah guarantee i'm losing at least one of those matches
0: yeah you got it right and it's the <laughs> same, same for all of them as well isn't it because they're not winning all their matches yeah, and you not shouldn't them all. be you shouldn't more. be right <laughs> otherwise uh you're in the wrong game
1: you know i used to lock horns with um alex milson all the time yeah and at first i was like oh man this guy he's like newer than me i should be beating him but then i was like oh, he trains a lot more than me. His yep. jujitsu is really good. Like we're kind of like physically evenly matched. Yeah. Once I got to the into my head, you know, I am gonna win some and lose some. Like I was like easier life. My jujitsu one got much better. Yeah. But also I got much less anxiety going to training. Yeah. Because I was like it doesn't really matter. You know, I've had weeks where you know Felix has literally tapped me three or four times in a row. Yeah. You know, and I feel like I've got nothing for him. Yeah. Literally the next week I maybe haven't trained and then next week, for whatever reason, I feel like I can accept my jiu-jitsu again. You just you know, and it's like a course yeah. correction. So you just don't know how it's gonna go.
0: See I feel that's um that's a really good thing to have actually. Like the back and forth as well. And it it can be back and forth week to week or back and forth within our roles. I felt you and me on Saturday was within the role.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I was like,
0: God damn, I just want to be one up on you. Yeah, I mean, we
1: take our role on Saturday. I caught you with a straight ankle lock, which you weren't expecting.
0: That was very nice.
1: I caught you with a um, knee bar where you've got a knee injury that I didn't know about. But I didn't
0: even know about it. I was like, (laughs) I guess this is... And
1: also, you're not allowed to knee bar purple belt. So that's a bit of a dick move.
0: I like getting, you know, the have I do it with good people. <laughs>
1: For sure, you caught me with a triangle, and you caught me with a cross collar choke,
0: the old classic cross collar.
1: Yeah, because I was trying to escape the triangle, and you whacked the cross cross collar choke, and I didn't break the grips quick enough. Yeah, um, and then I caught you with an armbar.
0: Oh, you know, that's so it's nice. a
1: really back and forth roll. You know, and you could go away being like, and a lot of competitors will say, you know, those matches that you lose in training should bother you, and they should. But they shouldn't be at the point where it's like, I'll think about, I really don't want to get caught with a cross-collar choke again. You know, that's really annoying. But you have to think of it from the point of view of, what should I have been doing differently that that didn't happen?
0: And that's the, this is it. And I know what it is. I should
1: have broken the grips. And I start to get lazy with breaking the grips. Then I start to, all of a sudden, I'm getting caught in triangles. I'm getting caught in chokes. I'm getting caught, you know. And is
0: it. You need to look at these things. Uh, they're not losses, are they? They're opportunities to learn and better yourself. Yeah. If you can see them as those opportunities, then you will be better. And it really doesn't matter. You can get to, to 100 times in training, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it really doesn't. Yeah, it really doesn't. It's fine. Uh, but it's hard to know that at a lower level. I think you've it? got to take those quick wins. When, when, you first, when you first start, it is about that. And you, you realize it's not really about that at all. It's not about winning and losing in training.
1: Take those small victories. If you're rolling, you know, if you're a white belt and you're rolling at our club. And let's say that, you know, Will is catching you 10 times in a five-minute roll, which is a distinct likely. possibility. Yeah. You know, if you go away next week and he catches you nine times, that's a win. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's a win. Yeah. You know, you have to adjust your um, sort of parameters of what victory is. Yeah.
0: And, and Will's thinking it as well. Jack will say it. Jack would be like, if I don't get you, I'm slightly annoyed at myself, <laughs> you know. And, and it's, it's true. It's, it's a, you may have survived around round with someone, and you may think I just got ruined. But I guarantee they're thinking of stuff they're criticizing as well. Yeah. They may even subdue, but didn't catch it the way they wanted to, or the position they want. You know. Yeah. And and that that's true. You don't. You, people don't realize that. It, but it's hard to realize at a lower level. Just stick with it. Things can only get better
1: Your defense is definitely Going to get better If you're getting tapped Constantly Eventually your defense Is going to get better And if you're getting tapped By the same submission All the time Then you know What you're supposed To be working on So you need to know If you have a partner In the gym That is catching you Regularly Ask them what the submission Is that they catch you with And then you can look up You know Defense to this submission For sure
0: though guys You've got to show up You've got to be in it To win it For sure Like the lottery but you've got more control over this. Definitely show up to open mat. Yeah, show up to open mat. So if you're not showing up to open mat and you're worried about who's in the... I don't know. I don't know why people wouldn't show up to open mat.
1: Well, I get that it can be a bit stressful. You isn't know, it? especially with our club, you've got people that you don't normally train with showing up to open Map, but it's, it's always a good environment.
0: Yeah, it is, isn't it? You
1: know, we've never had to send anybody away from open mat where it's like this person is a bit of a dick. No. Um, but we for sure could. Like yeah. it wouldn't be hard There's so many of us there Yeah you know? exactly
0: Guys Keep on getting after it Keep training And uh Chris you've got a real job to go to I've know. got to get after it now Ah oh, But not in a good way I've got shit to do mate You've got to earn money I have Earn that money we baby you have got a busy day today as well How Have you what's, what's, going, what's going on Saw
1: About 190,000 parcels today
0: That sounds like too many
1: That's a lot isn't it
0: How many of you are there Two of you <laughs>
1: It's just me and another guy we do. <laughs>
0: oh, God. That sounds horrible, mate. Yeah, it's good. To oh, well, oh, I guess good luck with that. <laughs> just talking about it makes me feel slightly sad. <laughs> Thanks, mate. I appreciate the encouragement. <laughs> off. Awesome Tell enough. them where they can find us, Jake. Well, Chris, they can find us on Instagram at Better Than Average Pod. Chris, where else can they find us? <laughs>
1: <laughs> on Facebook.
0: Yeah, same. Better, better Than average, average Pod. pod. They can find us on tiktok if you're those kids that spend too much time on tiktok you can find us on tiktok uh, the same at better than average pod yeah and you can find us and that's it for now right yeah i keep thinking there's another one but i don't care about twitter all right who cares there. about twitter there um and obviously you can find us on all the major podcasting and platforms such as uh, google spotify and apple and guys Give us a five-star review. Yeah, for fuck's sake. All right, we, we need
1: these five-star reviews. How many reviews have we got?
0: It's not It's not enough.
1: It's the only way we can grow this show. It's
0: not enough. And you keep telling me, oh, I love the podcast. It's like, that's fantastic. Leave me a fucking review. A <laughs> five-star. Save this conversation. Log on. <laughs> give me. Don't tell me. Show me.
1: We need the five-star reviews. Yes. Yeah.
0: Because actions speak louder Than your stupid words
1: Otherwise you know what Jay's like He's going to lose interest In the podcast
0: (laughs) I don't need Your encouragement Your podcast I don't give a fuck About your opinion
1: I need the encouragement Unless it's written down I love the encouragement Oh you love the encouragement I do I really love it When people (laughs) give us Genuine feedback Okay
0: I I also do like The encouragement The encouragement is very But not as
1: much as We like the reviews We like the reviews Quite a bit
0: So guys um, I I I'll see you later You won't know that we're gone You don't know that I'm going away and we've we've banked a podcast.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> by the time you hear this, Jay will be back. No. Super Tan Jay. No, I won't be back yet. Yeah, you will. How long are you wait for? 10 days. Yeah, so we've got a podcast coming out on Friday. This will come out a week later. And, and you'll be, be back. I'll be away. Oh, yeah, come out while you're away. Yeah. Yeah, but you'll be back imminently.
0: I'll be back imminently. I'll be on my way after training yeah. at uh, NZR. This I mean. is dedication, guys. We're Is it planned yeah. ahead we, here? We give you our time, so you give us five money five star reviews. Oh, yeah, five <laughs> star reviews. <laughs> Otherwise, you have to pay us in kind physically. We'll start taking things against your will, right? Like Sean Connery over and out. out.